Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. Today's episode was recorded before the podcast even became a thing. Our most popular YouTube episode to date, Every Pixar Movie Ranked, with special guest Alyssa Matson. This was recorded back in April and was the first time we implemented the veto rule, expect a wild turn of events. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Josh Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. Hello, everyone. We're here. We're back again. This time, we're doing the worst-to-best Pixar movies. Uh, we're doing all of them. We're ranking them. Uh, we're we're going to start at the very bottom. Everyone is going to take turns saying a movie, and no matter what movie that is, we have to agree. That being said, there is the new uh, veto policy. Each person can strike one person's nomination, and we can have a debate, and then they get to say what they think should be in that movie spot. Then once we get to the top 10, whatever 10 movies are left are the top 10, and then we have to work together to try to build the top 10 best Pixar movies of all time, or at least as of uh, April 10th. 2020 so everyone had the homework assignment of watching onward in any other pixar movies that they have not seen who followed through no this is the part where i say that i didn't watch cars 2 uh is there any other pixar movies that anyone hasn't seen i haven't seen onward or good dinah that's it i don't remember brave yeah i we watched cars 3 and i remember watching it and being like i feel like i saw this movie but i don't remember any of it i've definitely seen cars 1 over a dozen times and i felt that way the dozenth time i saw cars 1 so here is going to be the order we're going to have alden go first then Alyssa, then jory and then Josh and I'll I'll take up the rear. And remember, everyone only gets one veto. So make sure to use it before we get to round 10. My number 22 is Bugs Life. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. I figured it might happen. Actually, that's not that far off from where I have Bugs Life. I'm not going to veto that. Is anyone going to veto Bugs Life being the worst Pixar movie? Or am I going to have to... Don't think Bugs Life is the worst Pixar movie. I don't think it's in the bottom five worst Pixar movies. It's just that I don't want to waste a veto on Bugs Life because honestly, I don't care that much about it. I like a Bugs Life. I don't think it's the worst Pixar movie, but it's also not worth a veto because I also don't think it's very good when comparing it to the other Pixar movies of that golden era, I guess you could say. Yeah, in which case, I'm, I'm going to use my veto here. I'm sorry, Alden. You're in the wrong. Bugs Life is not the 22nd best Pixar movie. In fact, I think it belongs on the other half of the the top uh, 11. So my number 22 is Cars 2. I think we all can agree to that. Okay, that's fine. Cars 2 is definitively the worst Pixar movie. Wait, uh, Josh, is Cars 2 your 22nd pick also? It is. Cars 2 is my 21st pick. Alyssa? Uh, yeah, it's my last pick, too. No way. Yeah, Cars 2 sucked. So does anyone have any problems with Cars 2 being number 22 now? I did put it at number 7, knowing it would cause a commotion. Wait, can you veto a veto? I'm not going to make a case for it because it's a mess. It's a hot mess, but I love watching it. Cars 2 is just a Pixar's attempt at doing Minions movie. I agree, but <laughs> that is a weird way of wording it. Yeah, seriously, when I was looking through Disney Plus to like see about catching up on the movies that I hadn't seen, there must be like 20 Mater shorts alone. I really like the Mater shorts. Of course. 
You do. <laughs> is that your representation of blue collar America, Alden? Is Mater? <laughs> no. When you think of a Trump supporter, does Mater come to mind? Definitely my parents. I'm gonna, to be fair, I did like the Mater shorts, but I watched them when I was like 10. I agree. All right. So we're moving on. Uh, Alyssa, it's your take for number 21. It's the good dinosaur which is just so bad. We both know that you guys all disagree on this, except for maybe Alden. We didn't really hear his take on it, but like, guys. I didn't see it. But guys. It's just not good. The world building, like, there's just none of it. Like, it's implying that they're, like, the people now, but, like, we don't see any of, like, their society or, like, civilization, but we're asking- All right, all right, Joker. The, like, the T-Rexes, they're, like, bringing cattle somewhere, but it's like, where the fuck are they going? (laughs) (laughs) That's very valid. (laughs) You know, that was a really good argument. I agree. All right, Good Dinosaur 21. Josh and Nate are like, what the fuck? I hate the Good Dinosaur now. If it came from the mouth of Jory, I would have to put up an argument, but because it came from you, Alyssa, Good Dinosaur 21. I do want to point out that I think The Good Dinosaur is one of, like, the most visually pleasing, though, Pixar movies we've had in a while, but it's not enough to, like, crack the top ten or anything. Honestly, I feel that way about every movie that came out after The Good Dinosaur 2. I th- well, well, I don't, So, and we'll find out later. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> Maybe. We'll get there when we get there! I feel like we can't compare The Good Dinosaur to, like, the older movies, because we weren't there yet, though. Finding Dory sucks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Finding Dory also isn't an older movie, though. Yeah, it came out after The Good Dinosaur, and it's ugly. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. All right, Jory, you're up. Number 20. What is the 20th worst Pixar movie? My 20th worst Pixar movie is Toy Story 4. Let me check my list here. <laughs> yeah, that about adds up. Yeah, mine's 21st. It's not that bad it's definitely not as bad as like cars 2 and the good dinosaur but like i feel like people who like are really vehemently against like the star wars sequels when it comes to this because i love the toy story movies and then toy story 4 comes and is like oh we're ending it and it's like it was already over i'd say probably three movies on my list that i'd probably put below toy story 4 because at least toy story 4 although it kind of changes things a bit with the characters that i really love it still has so many iconic characters they don't utilize all of them, unfortunately. Even Pixar, even uh, Toy Story 3, I feel like the ensemble cast kind of goes by the wayside for the main cast. But Toy Story 4 does that to the next level. So, you know, I agree. Shout out to White Claw. It's the claw. Is the watermelon one okay? I'm not drinking a White Claw, but I am having a uh, passion fruit mango Seagram's Escape. Nice. That's a good flavor. I think it might be the best flavor. I don't taste anything. <laughs> all right, well, shout outs to the claw. Josh, what is your number 19? 19, uh, Cars 3. That's okay. I feel like, yeah, it's another Cars movie. It's better than Cars 2, but it's also a lower tier Pixar film. Wow, I had that higher. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of movies I think we're forgetting about right now. We're in the mediocre slash milk toast category with the last two movies, and there are like five more offensively bad movies that we have not talked about. Would anyone like to veto? No. Nate can't veto anymore. Bugs Life? Are you kidding me at 22? (laughs) 
<laughs> the old heads would beat us up. But uh, uh, so it's it's my turn now. Oh wait, you're trying to talk more about Cars Three? Go ahead. I just said shout out to Army Hammer. You always got to mention Army Hammer. That's kind of that's kind of me and Nate's gimmick is that we talk about movies Army Hammer's in. Car me by your name. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to point out Cars Three is number five. Oh my god what is your list <laughs> my list is a mess we have to wait till the end i want to read alden's at the end no it's gonna be great you're gonna love it it's i i do like cars 3 better than cars and i know that's a hot take we're moving on to number 18 and it's my turn and brave has to go here i'm sorry we haven't mentioned brave yet brave should be lower and we're gonna put it at number 18 brave for me is the first time pixar truly shit the bed they misadvertised their movie the movie didn't do as well financially as so many of their other show-stopping movies i mean they have broken box office records for animated films consecutively up until this point and then brave comes along and is just it looked more like a disney movie and that's a problem because disney animation at the i thought it was yeah <laughs> problem is that disney animation at that point started making way better movies you have this was like right around the time that like tangled and frozen were coming out and then braves over here shitting its pants <laughs> and making pixar look like trash my mom's a bear the movie rips off one of disney animation's biggest bombs in brother bear that's disgusting. Brother Bear was good. I like Brother Bear. Yeah, Brother Bear was a great movie. It was a financial failure. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Who cares how much money it made? It was still a good movie. <laughs> Brother Bear's fine. I like the movie too. But Brave is not fine. And it's a derivative of Brother Bear. This should have been called Mother Bear. Nate just hates Joaquin Phoenix movies. I like Walk the Line, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. I feel like the box office discussion is irrelevant. No. I mean... It really has nothing to do with how much I enjoy a movie, how much money it made. Like, I'm not sitting there in the theater watching it. It's like, okay, but like only 3,000 people saw this on opening weekend or whatever. That's why Solo's your favorite Star Wars movie. Exactly that. Same. I'm really not thinking, how is it derivative of Brother Bear other than the fact that he, they get turned into a bear? I mean, that's a big plot point. When they, they didn't advertise that in this movie. All right, we have to move on. The only thing I remember from the trailer is uh, her shooting the arrow already in the target me mom's a bear uh what number is that that you're putting it on 18 yeah i'm one off i had it at 17 I had 15 but i'm fine with it i had brave at 20 so we're moving on we're going back to alden alden what is your number 17 then it is monsters university at 17 what that's really low we haven't talked about finding dory yet <laughs> Monsters University is a perfectly fine spot right here. Yeah, Finding Dory is just above this. And i that's how I feel, is Finding Dory is above Monsters U. Why? Monsters University is five spots up for me. Who's vetoing? I'm not, but I just want, to, I just want an explanation. It's, it's not worth the veto. We all know where I'm saving my veto. I hope you're ready. <laughs> it better get skipped. I don't want to deal with that, Josh. The Day of Reckoning is upon us. Your number is 16 or the lowest movie on your list well my number 19 which is the one that hasn't been picked yet is bug life yeah that was vetoed so what's the worst one or the lowest one well that's bugs life that's what he, she just said what's actually like going on the list next that oh wait that was vetoed i'm sorry you're being a dummy i never liked bugs life even when i was a kid like it was like one of the like six dvds i had and i just never watched it because i was like oh i hate this movie same ants ants is better whoa <laughs> 
Hot take incoming. I like Woody Allen's movies a lot, but Ants is not better than Bugs Life. Next, you're gonna say Ant Volume is better. Jory, help me. It's not a bad movie. It's just I didn't. I never liked it. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, we're rating number sixteen. A Bugs Life is number seventeen for me. So like, it's fine where it's at. I guess I just don't really hate A Bugs Life. Jory, you're up to bat. What is your number fifteen or lowest movie that has? to be discussed my lowest movie that has yet to be discussed is finding dory and that is my 19 Woo! we did it if it gets any higher i'm gonna have a hard time sleeping tonight finding dory was number 21 on my list Oof. fuck finding dory here's the thing the way that i feel about finding dory at least i think that the first two acts are passable even like slightly above average pixar movie i would say like a not as good as monsters university but then the third act is the craziest bra moment in all of pixar where they find her parents and they go on a truck crazy car chase from the police and drive it off of a bridge they're fish what's happening here <laughs> it sounds like finding dory is the first pixar sequel that feels like a dreamworks sequel okay yes i think it feels like an illumination sequel well no it feels a lot like uh shrek forever after yeah but shrek took like three sequels to get to that if shrek counted here it'd be number one yeah you, that's that's fair no uh, Shrek 2 would be my number one. Different video for another time. There is definitely a DreamWorks list coming soon. Are there enough DreamWorks movies that I care? <laughs> well, that would make it easier for a top 10, right? Or a top 5, maybe not a top 10. No, there's an Over the Hedge movie that we are all forgetting about. <laughs> I can't wait to put Over the Hedge in the top 3. I really liked Over the Hedge. Josh, you are up with your number 14 or lowest movie that is yet to be discussed. Uh-oh, my 14 is Inside Out. Okay. I'm fine with that. I had it lower, so that's fine what i had it a little higher i had it just two movies higher but that's fine i know this movie's praised a lot by pixar fans they think it's the return of pixar i think it's a fine movie we're starting to get into where all these movies are good there's some bad ones we're forgetting about uh, maybe to you and inside out <laughs> <laughs> shut up nate this is my take and inside out i mean it's fine it's just not very memorable to me we're a couple of years out of the movie now and i i really don't have any interest into rewatching it there's been other pixar movies that i have gone back to rewatch, and inside out just isn't one of them inside out is the bing bong of pixar movies the only part of inside out i kind of remember is the imaginary friend disappearing bing bong f i remember the weird um chinatown reference that i feel like nobody in the theater got <laughs> the cloud guys they're like uh they say like can it jake it's cloud town i like when they go into the other heads of the parents and shit at the end that's funny i like the short about her first date more than i like the movie yeah that's the biggest problem i have with inside out is the uh concept it presented itself with is really interesting and if they actually for once focus more on the human characters more than the emotions or the the animated kind of typical pixar film characters i feel like that would have been a lot more interesting if we saw like everyone's um perspective yeah everyone's perspective and the emotions in their head going through problems in like a normal movie and that's not what we got we just got a typical pixar buddy adventure movie inside of a like 12 year old girl's head also i think even if we didn't see everybody else's perspective i think it still would have been more interesting to have it just be 
almost like an introspective on this girl who's running away from home because she hates her new home then like uh, oh shit happy and sadness have to get back to the brain to go i guess really deep in it i do like the message it has like mental health wise because we kind of live in this society where we feel like we need to be happy all the time Joker. I completely agree though, Josh. I do really like the message of the movie, how it's like it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's also one of your core emotions and you have to use it to get through your problems just like all the positive emotions. Yeah, absolutely. It's my turn for number 13 and the lowest movie that is yet to be placed for me is Incredibles 2 is going at number 13. Anyone have a problem with that? No. 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 It was number 14 for me. <laughs> we all have it pretty close. All right. So it sounds like not everyone's going to be using their vetoes, but the next two rounds are very important for vetoes because after that, we're in our top 10 where they're no longer used. So uh, on that note, Alden, what is your number 12 or lowest movie that is yet to be placed? I haven't seen a good dino, so I'm going to go up and say Coco. Oh, I'm vetoing that. Perfect. Let's get it. What are you vetoing for? Yeah, Coco does not deserve to be not in the top 10. That was such a good movie. <laughs> Nate, you can laugh all you want, but Coco was a fantastic movie. That was the only uh, Pixar movie in the last, like, 10 years that I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that again. If you want to talk about Pixar having a renaissance and Inside Out not doing it for you, I really don't understand how Coco isn't doing it for you. I think it is a really good movie. Remember me. Remember Me is a good song, Josh. Shut up about the Oscars. They don't matter. <laughs> don't find the rewatchability of it that good for me. I've watched it, I believe, three times, and I don't see myself watching it again unless someone else wants to. I think Nate watched the movie Coco before he saw the movie Coco because he was able to predict it beat by beat. I think it's the most formulaic movie that Pixar has made. And I also would say that it's probably the least interesting movie that Pixar has made. I have to hard disagree on the interesting front, but is the predictability thing really that big of a sin? Yes. No, it's a kid's movie. It's not that big of a deal to me. Obviously, you know, there's going to be a third act villain. Obviously, it's going to be someone you've met in the first two acts. Like, I'm not really, I don't care that much about that element of it. What I don't like about it is how much I dislike the main character. And every other Pixar movie, there's like an ensemble cast that I love. And his deceased family are not that at all. The, the, the thing I really like about Pixar movies are these like ragtag group of like kind of stupid characters or beautiful animation. And Coco only delivers on one of those fronts. I don't like a single character in the movie Coco, except the stupid dog that looks like the seal from Finding Dory. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog and his uncle, but that's about it. So I do agree with you. Is anybody going to veto Alyssa's veto? Josh, are you going to step up? <laughs> uh, to veto Coco to go higher? No. He's saying, are you going to step up to veto Coco from going higher? So, wait, what movie does Alyssa want in 12? What movie did you want in number 12? Oh, uh, the one that I have at the bottom would be Cars. Oh. Well, then I agree with your veto. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good place for Cars. Oh, yeah, Cars did suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Cars shouldn't be in our top 10. Why are we hating on Coco? I can really meme it and throw cars in the top 10, but I'm not that evil. <laughs> hey you. Yeah, you. You want to help support Duel of the Takes and look sexy as all hell doing it? Well, we have a great offer for you. 
Right now, Pierre Arden is offering a special deal on their whole inventory of European-style timepieces and wristwatches for our fans. Head over to PierreArden.com and use promo code NATEM25 at checkout to get 25% off your order. At Pierre Arden, their focus is to design cutting-edge timepieces alongside precision manufacturing, making every watch a true masterpiece to be proud of. I'm a sucker for a good deal, so I bought one myself the Complaiso, which is currently on sale for $30 off its regular price. Plus, with promo code NATEM25 at checkout, you'll save an additional 25% off your order. You'll be walking away with a great fashion accessory and a way to keep time without pulling out your phone. All for a great deal. Again, head over to PierreArden.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-A-R-D-E-N dot C-O-M to pick out a nice watch for yourself or a loved one, and use promo code NATEM25 at checkout. Save 25% off your order. It helps the show, and it'll help you make an impression wearing a sexy new timepiece on your wrist. Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. Today's episode was recorded before the podcast even became a thing. Our most popular YouTube episode to date, Every Pixar Movie Ranked, with special guest Alyssa Matson. This was recorded back in April and was the first time we implemented the veto rule. Expect a wild turn of events. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Josh Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. Hello, everyone. We're here. We're back again. This time, we're doing the worst to best Pixar movies. Uh, we're doing all of them. We're ranking them. Uh, we're we're going to start at the very bottom. Everyone is going to take turns saying a movie, and no matter what movie that is, we have to agree. That being said, there is the new uh, veto policy. Each person can strike one person's nomination, and we can have a debate. And then they get to say what they think should be in that movie spot. Then once we get to the top 10, whatever 10 movies are left are the top 10. And then we have to work together to try to build the top 10 best Pixar movies of all time. Or at least as of uh, April 10th, 2020. So everyone had the homework assignment of watching Onward in any other Pixar movies that they have not seen. Who followed through? No. This is the part where I say that I didn't watch Cars 2. Uh, is there any other Pixar movies? That anyone hasn't seen? I haven't seen Onward or Good Dinah. That's it. I don't remember Brave. Yeah, I we watched Cards 3, and I remember watching it and being like, I feel like I saw this movie, but I don't remember any of it. I've definitely seen Cars 1 over a dozen times, and I felt that way the dozenth time I saw Cars 1. So here is going to be the order. We're going to have Alden go first, then Alyssa, then Jory. And then Josh and I'll I'll take up the rear. And remember, everyone only gets one veto. So make sure to use it before we get to round 10. My number 22 is Bugs Life. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. I figured it might happen. Actually, that's not that far off from where I have Bugs Life. I'm not going to veto that. Is anyone going to veto Bugs Life being the worst Pixar movie? Or am I going to have to... Don't think Bugs Life is the worst Pixar movie. I don't think it's in the bottom five worst Pixar movies. It's just that I don't want to waste a veto on Bugs Life because honestly, I don't care that much about it. I like a Bugs Life. I don't think it's the worst Pixar movie, but it's also not worth a veto because I also don't think it's 
very good when comparing it to the other Pixar movies of that golden era, I guess you could say. Yeah, in which case, I'm, I'm going to use my veto here. I'm sorry, Alden. You're in the wrong. Bug's Life is not the 22nd best Pixar movie. In fact, I think it belongs on the other half of the, the top uh, 11. So my number 22 is Cars 2. I think we all can agree to that. Okay, that's fine. Cars 2 is definitively the worst Pixar movie. Wait, uh, Josh, is Cars 2 your 22nd pick also? It is. Cars 2 is my 21st pick. Alyssa? Uh, yeah, it's my last pick too. No way. Yeah, Cars 2 sucked. So does anyone have any problems with Cars 2 being number 22 now? I did put it at number 7, knowing it would cause a commotion. Wait, can you veto a veto? I'm not going to make a case for it because it's a mess. It's a hot mess, but I love watching it. Cars 2 is just a Pixar's attempt at doing Minions movie. I agree, but <laughs> that is a weird way of wording it. Yeah, seriously, when I was looking through Disney Plus to like see about catching up on the movies that I hadn't seen, there must be like 20 Mater shorts alone. I really like the Mater shorts. Of course you do. <laughs> is that your representation of Blue Collar America, Alden? Is Mater? <laughs> no. When you think of a Trump supporter, does Mater come to mind? Definitely my parents. Gonna, to be fair, I did like the Mater shorts, but I watched them when I was like 10. I agree. All right. So we're moving on. Uh, Alyssa, it's your take for number 21. It's The Good Dinosaur, which is just so bad. Uh, uh. We both know that you guys all disagree on this, except for maybe Alden. We didn't really hear his take on it. But like, guys. I didn't see it. But guys. It's just not good. The world building, like, there's just none of it. Like, it's implying that they're, like, the people now, but, like, we don't see any of, like, their society or, like, civilization, but we're asking- All right, all right, Joker. The, like, the T-Rexes, they're, like, bringing cattle somewhere, but it's like, where the fuck are they going? <laughs> <laughs> That's very valid. <laughs> you know, that was a really good argument. <laughs> I agree. All right, good dinosaur 21. Josh and Nate are like, what the fuck? I hate the good dinosaur now. <laughs> If it came from the mouth of Jory, I would have to put up an argument, but because it came from you, Alyssa, Good Dinosaur me one. I do want to point out that I think The Good Dinosaur is one of, like, the most visually pleasing, though, Pixar movies we've had in a while, but it's not enough to, like, crack the top ten or anything. Honestly, I feel that way about every movie that came out after The Good Dinosaur 2. I well, well, I don't, So, and we'll find out later. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> Maybe. We'll get there when we get there. I feel like we can't compare The Good Dinosaur to, like, the older movies, because we weren't there yet, though. Finding Dory sucks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Finding Dory also isn't an older movie, though. Yeah, it came out after The Good Dinosaur, and it's ugly. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. All right, Jory, you're up. Number 20. What is the 20th worst Pixar movie? My 20th worst Pixar movie is Toy Story 4. Let me check my list here. <laughs> yeah, that about adds up. Yeah, mine's 21st. It's not that bad bad it's definitely not as bad as like cars 2 and the good dinosaur but like i feel like people who like are really vehemently against like the star wars sequels when it comes to this because i love the toy story movies and then toy story 4 comes and is like oh we're ending it and it's like it was already over i'd say probably three movies on my list that i'd probably put below toy story 4 because at least toy story 4 although it kind of changes things a bit with 
the characters that I really love. It still has so many iconic characters. They don't utilize all of them, unfortunately. Even Pixar, even uh, Toy Story 3, I feel like the ensemble cast kind of goes by the wayside for the main cast. But Toy Story 4 does that to the next level. So, you know, I agree. Shout out to White Claw. It's the claw. Is the watermelon one okay? I'm not drinking a White Claw, but I am having a uh, passion fruit mango Seagram's Escape. Nice. That's a good flavor. I think it might be the best flavor. I don't taste anything. <laughs> All right. Well, shout outs to the claw. Josh, what is your number 19? 19, uh, Cars 3. That's okay. I feel like, yeah, it's another Cars movie. It's better than Cars 2, but it's also a lower tier Pixar film. Wow, I had that higher. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of movies I think we're forgetting about right now. We're in the mediocre slash milk toast category with the last two movies, and there are like five more offensively bad movies that we have not talked about. Would anyone like to veto? No. Nate can't veto anymore. (laughs) Bugs Life? Are you kidding me at 22? <laughs> the old heads would beat us up. But uh uh so it's it's my turn now. Oh wait, you're trying to talk more about Cars 3. Go ahead. I just said shout out to Army Hammer. You always got to mention Army Hammer. That's kind of that's kind of me and Nate's gimmick is that we talk about movies Army Hammer's in. Car me by your name. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to point out Cars 3 is number 5. Oh my god. What is your list? <laughs> my list is a mess. We have to wait till the end. I want to read Alden's at the end no it's gonna be great you're gonna love it it's i i do like cars 3 better than cars and i know that's a hot take we're moving on to number 18 and it's my turn and brave has to go here i'm sorry we haven't mentioned brave yet brave should be lower and we're gonna put it at number 18 brave for me is the first time pixar truly shit the bed they misadvertised their movie. The movie didn't do as well financially as so many of their other show-stopping movies. I mean, they have broken box office records for animated films consecutively up until this point. And then Brave comes along and is just, it looked more like a Disney movie. And that's a problem because Disney animation at the- I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> problem is that Disney animation at that point started making way better movies. You ha- This was like right around the time that like Tangled and Frozen were coming out. And then Brave's over here shitting its pants <laughs> and making Pixar look like trash. My mom's a bear. The movie rips off one of Disney animation's biggest bombs in Brother Bear. That's disgusting. Brother Bear was good. I like Brother Bear. Yeah, Brother Bear was a great movie. It was a financial failure. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Who cares how much money it made? It was still a good movie. <laughs> Brother Bear's fine. I like the movie too. But Brave is not fine. And it's a derivative of Brother Bear. This should have been called Mother Bear. Nate just hates Joaquin Phoenix movies. I like Walk the Line, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. I feel like the box office discussion is irrelevant. No. I mean... It really has nothing to do with how much I enjoy a movie, how much money it made. Like, I'm not sitting there in the theater watching it. It's like, okay, but like only 3,000 people saw this on opening weekend or whatever. That's why Solo's your favorite Star Wars movie. Exactly that. Same. I'm really not thinking, how is it derivative of Brother Bear other than the fact that he, they get turned into a bear? I mean, that's a big plot point. When They, they didn't advertise that in this movie. All right, we have to move on. The only thing I remember from the trailer is uh, her shooting the arrow already in the target me mom's a bear uh what number is that that you're putting it on 18 Uh, yeah i'm one off i had it at 17 at 15 but i'm fine with it i had brave at 20 so we're moving on we're going back to alden alden what is your number 17 then it is monsters university at 17 what that's really low we haven't talked about finding dory yet (laughs) 
Monsters University is a perfectly fine spot right here. Yeah, Finding Dory is just above this. And i that's how I feel, is Finding Dory is above Monsters U. Why? Monsters University is five spots up for me. Who's vetoing? I'm not, but I just want I just want an explanation. It's, it's not worth the veto. We all know where I'm saving my veto. I hope you're ready. <laughs> it better get skipped. I don't want to deal with that, Josh. The Day of Reckoning is upon us. Your number is 16 or the lowest movie on your list. Well, my number 19, which is the one that hasn't been picked yet, is Bug Life. Yeah, that was vetoed. So what's the worst one or the lowest one? Well, that's Bug's Life. That's what he, she just said. What's actually like going on the list next? That. Oh, wait, that was vetoed. I'm sorry. You're being a dummy. I never liked Bug's Life even when I was a kid. Like, it was like one of the like six DVDs I had and I just never watched it because I was like, oh, I hate this movie. Same. Ants, Ants is better. Whoa. <laughs> Hot take incoming. I like Woody Allen's movies a lot, but Ants is not better than Bugs Life. Next, you're gonna say Ant Bully was better. Jory, help me. It's not a bad movie. It's just I didn't. I never liked it. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, we're rating number sixteen. A Bugs Life is number seventeen for me. So like, it's fine where it's at. I guess. I just don't really hate A Bugs Life. Jory, you're up to bat. What is your number fifteen or lowest movie that has? to be discussed my lowest movie that has yet to be discussed is finding dory and that is my 19 Woo! we did it if it gets any higher i'm gonna have a hard time sleeping tonight finding dory was number 21 on my list Oof. fuck finding dory here's the thing the way that i feel about finding dory at least i think that the first two acts are passable even like slightly above average pixar movie i would say like a not as good as monsters university but then the third act is the craziest bra moment in all of pixar where they find her parents and they go on a truck crazy car chase from the police and drive it off of a bridge they're fish what's happening here <laughs> it sounds like finding dory is the first pixar sequel that feels like a dreamworks sequel okay yes i think it feels like an illumination sequel well no it feels a lot like uh shrek forever after yeah but shrek took like three sequels to get to that if shrek counted here it'd be number one yeah you, that's that's fair no uh, Shrek 2 would be my number one. Different video for another time. There is definitely a DreamWorks list coming soon. Are there enough DreamWorks movies that I care? <laughs> well, that would make it easier for a top 10, right? Or top 5, maybe not a top 10. No, there's an Over the Hedge movie that we are all forgetting about. <laughs> I can't wait to put Over the Hedge in the top 3. I really liked Over the Hedge. Josh, you are up with your number 14, or lowest movie that is yet to be discussed. Uh-oh, my 14 is Inside Out. Okay. I'm fine with that. I had it lower, so that's fine what i had it a little higher i had it just two movies higher but that's fine i know this movie's praised a lot by pixar fans they think it's the return of pixar i think it's a fine movie we're starting to get into where all these movies are good there's some bad ones we're forgetting about uh, maybe to you and inside out <laughs> <laughs> shut up nate this is my take and inside out i mean it's fine it's just not very memorable to me we're a couple of years out of the movie now and i i really don't have any interest into rewatching it there's been other pixar movies that i have gone back to rewatch, and inside out just isn't one of them inside out is the bing bong of pixar movies the only part of inside out i kind of remember is the imaginary friend disappearing bing bong f i remember the weird um 
Chinatown reference that I feel like nobody in the theater got. <laughs> the cloud guys, they're like, uh, they say like, can it Jake, it's cloud town. I like when they go into the other heads of the parents and shit at the end. That's funny. I like the short about her first date more than I like the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest problem I have with Inside Out is the uh, concept it presented itself with is really interesting. And if they actually for once focus more on the human characters more than the emotions or the, the animated kind of typical Pixar film characters, I feel like that would have been a lot more interesting if we saw like everyone's um, perspective. Yeah, everyone's perspective and the emotions in their head going through problems in like a normal movie. And that's not what we got. We just got a typical Pixar buddy adventure movie inside of a like 12 year old girl's head. Also, I think even if we didn't see everybody else's perspective, I think it still would have been more interesting to have it just be almost like an introspective on this girl who's running away from home because she hates her new home. Then like an oh shit, happy and sadness have to get back to the brain. <laughs> to go, I guess, really deep in it, I do like the message it has like mental health wise because we kind of live in this society where we feel like we need to be happy all the time. Joker. I completely agree though, Josh. I do really like the message of the movie, how it's like it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's also one of your core emotions and you have to use it to get through your problems just like all the positive emotions. Yeah, absolutely. It's my turn for number 13 and the lowest movie that is yet to be placed for me is Incredibles 2 is going at number 13. Anyone have a problem with that? No. 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 It was number 14 for me. <laughs> we all have it pretty close. All right. So it sounds like not everyone's going to be using their vetoes, but the next two rounds are very important for vetoes because after that, we're in our top 10 where they're no longer used. So uh, on that note, Alden, what is your number 12 or lowest movie that is yet to be placed? I haven't seen a good dino, so I'm going to go up and say Coco. Oh, I'm vetoing that. Perfect. Let's get it. What are you vetoing for? Yeah, Coco does not deserve to be not in the top 10. That was such a good movie. <laughs> Nate, you can laugh all you want, but Coco was a fantastic movie. That was the only uh, Pixar movie in the last, like, 10 years that I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that again. If you want to talk about Pixar having a renaissance and Inside Out not doing it for you, I really don't understand how Coco isn't doing it for you. I think it is a really good movie. Remember me. Remember Me is a good song, Josh. Shut up about the Oscars. They don't matter. <laughs> don't find the rewatchability of it that good for me. I've watched it, I believe, three times, and I don't see myself watching it again unless someone else wants to. I think Nate watched the movie Coco before he saw the movie Coco because he was able to predict it beat by beat. I think it's the most formulaic movie that Pixar has made and I also would say that it's probably the least interesting movie that Pixar has made. I have to hard disagree on the interesting front but is the predictability thing really that big of a sin? Yes. No it's a kids movie. It's not that big of a deal to me. Obviously, you know, there's going to be a third act villain. Obviously, it's going to be someone you've met in the first two acts. Like, I'm not really, I don't care that much about that element of it. What I don't like about it is how much I dislike the main character. And every other Pixar movie, there's like an ensemble cast that I love. And his deceased family are not that at all. The, the, the thing I really like about Pixar movies are these like ragtag group of like kind of stupid characters or beautiful animation. And Coco only delivers on one of those fronts. I don't like a single character in the movie Coco, except the stupid dog that looks like the seal from Finding Dory. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog and his uncle, but that's about it. So I do agree with you. Is anybody going to veto Alyssa's veto? Josh, are you going to step up? <laughs> uh, to veto Coco to go higher? 
No. He's saying, are you going to step up to Vito Coco from going higher? So, wait, what movie does Alyssa want in 12? What movie did you want in number 12? Oh, uh, the one that I have at the bottom would be Cars. Oh. Well, then I agree with your Vito. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good place for Cars. Oh, yeah, Cars did suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Cars shouldn't be in our top 10. Why are we hating on Coco? I can really meme it and throw cars in the top 10, but I'm not that evil. <laughs> uh, Alyssa has put cars at number 12. Any, uh, any distate, uh, any vetoes there? Who's next on number 11? That's my decider. Well, that's also Alyssa's take. Oh, Alyssa's also next? This is controversial, and I know it's gonna get vetoed. Alright, Alyssa, what's your next 11? movie? Nah, I'm keeping that. Here's something. Toy Story is also my number 11. It's my 13. I'm gonna veto it. Thank you! Somebody else is gonna veto it. I'm gonna put up there. I am vetoing it. I think up is better than the original Toy Story. It's my number 10, so I can't touch it. What are you replacing up with? Toy Story. <laughs> no, you can't. Sorry, I just did. That is just dumb. You can't change the rules on us now, Nate. What the hell? You're just pissed Toy Story isn't in the top 10. Dude, number 11 can't be Toy Story and it can't be up for that reason alone. And so I gotta sacrifice a higher movie? I mean, I don't understand how you could do that. Like, that. the whole point of having the veto is so that movie doesn't get put there. So then using a veto to put the movie that was used a veto on doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you should you should just keep up. No, I'm not keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> but why can't we use a veto to disagree with a veto? I thought that was the entire point of being able to veto a veto. Sure, put Toy Story at number 11 and see how the comments are. No, allow it, because I will veto the veto of the veto. I, me, this disgusting fusion of Mike Wazowski and Sully is telling you that Toy Story 1... The movie that released in 1995, the first feature-length 3D animated movie, is not in the top 10 Pixar movies. It is number 11. That triggers me. Let me veto his veto, and can I say Onward? Yes. Yes, you can. No. Are we allowed to have takes on movies we haven't seen? I'm not going to have a take. I just don't think Toy Story should be... I, I have really weird feelings for Toy Story, so... I feel like this shouldn't be allowed. We're on three vetoes. It's the last chance to use them. That was the last veto. All right, I'm taking away my veto in the first place. Oh. This is going to be a mess enough to edit. Wait a second, Nate. It is going to be a nightmare to edit, so this whole thing just didn't happen since Josh took away his veto. <laughs> Sorry, I just did. All right, fine. Fucking, what the hell's number 11 in on 10? Like, you guys already fucked this. It's Toy Story. No, it's Toy Story. Was it? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was. Josh was trying to put up. Okay, never mind. Are you going to veto, are you still going to veto Toy Story, Alden, and replace it with Onward? No, I don't care. <laughs> it sounds like Onward's going higher. Now you don't care? It sounds like Onward is going higher. I just wanted to use my veto. Okay, so Toy Story is number 11. So guys, number 12 is Cars. It is up to Alyssa to determine number 11. All right, so I picked Toy Story for my number 11 pick. Ooh, that's a spicy take. Does anyone else have a veto for that? Does anybody disagree? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nate, how do you feel right now? I can't believe I live in a world where putting Toy Story 3 higher than Toy Story 1 is how I feel right now. You guys are on the wrong side of history. I kind of just want to make sure Ratatouille doesn't get into the top three. Uh, good luck. All right, I veto and I put Ratatouille at number 11. I veto! I veto! And I'm putting what's left. <laughs> no, I'm going to put fucking Wally there because fuck the environment. You make a compelling argument, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> 
if we're serious about this line of thought, I veto and I'm replacing it with Toy Story again. <laughs> okay, it's Toy Story. Let's move on. Number 10. Yeah, number 11's Toy Story. You, you guys won. <laughs> this is how we win, Josh. This is where the... <laughs> This is insane. We had too much power with all these vetoes. This was a lot. I'm really glad there's no vetoes in the top 10. No. Yeah, that would have gotten real dumb. <laughs> yeah, that veto thing was totally exploited on one spot, and I'm really pissed, but it's okay. We just know that mechanic doesn't work anymore. It works. We just have to clearly define the rules. Okay. Thanks, Jory. You didn't say anything about not being able to veto back a movie. I assumed that that was what- Why would you be able to do that? The whole- Whatever. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're over it. <laughs> Now that we're at 10, can we get a recount of everything we've just gone through? Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm pretty content with what's in the bottom, like, whatever it is. All my movies for the top 10 are still I think there. Josh can make a pretty compelling argument for Ratatouille now that I've started to rewatch it. I got my notes ready. I rewatched it with Josh. You rewatched the first 20 minutes and then we streamed Combat. Uh, okay. Yeah, so Alden, me and you were at the same tier of rewatching Ratatouille. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> When was the last time before that that you've seen it? Probably when I was in daycare. Before we get to the top 10, let's just catalog where we're at. Number 22, Cars 2. Number 21, Good Dinosaur. Number 20, Toy Story 4. Number 19, Cars 3. Number 18, Brave. Number 17, Monsters University. Number 16, A Bug's Life. Number 15, Finding Dory. Number 14, Inside Out. Number 13, Incredibles 2. Number 12, Cars. And number 11, Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. So we are at the point now where the only 10 movies left are Coco, Up, Onward, Finding Nemo, Toy Story 3, Ratatouille, Wally, -E, Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., and Toy Story 2. So that is our top 10 list. We just have to find the right order. Oh boy, where do we start? Um, well, here's where we're going to start. Jory, you were actually next to pick the next movie, so you can talk first. <laughs> what do you think should be number 10? <laughs> um, I have Wally at my number 10 spot. At this point, when I was making my list, it was more of just a gut thing than anything. Like, I'm not thinking as far as like, okay, which of these movies is like a technical masterpiece? How is it? Uh, how's it echoing? How's it rhyming? How to do at the box office? How to do at the box office? Yeah, I never considered that. So whatever. Yeah, you'd have to be a dumbass to consider that. Yeah, I agree completely. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Out of all of these movies, there really is not a movie in this top ten that I don't love. So we could mix and match this all day long, and like depending on the day, I could feel differently. Wally at number ten is. I feel like that's a good spot for it. I'm glad that it's in the top 10, but I don't think it should go too much farther. I think it's a fine place for it. I don't. We should honestly consider putting like Coco or Onward or even Up. I was going to say Up because Up is already in my number 10. Yeah, Up was actually in my bottom 12. Uh, I don't think, I think Up is one of the Pixar movies that got a lot of critical praise and then everyone forgot about it. I could tell you what, it's probably not one that people have gone back to rewatch a lot. The first, the first act of that movie is probably the best work Pixar has ever done, but oh my God, the second and third act of Up are a bigger bra moment than the 
third act of Finding Dory. Yeah. All all of the all of the amazing buildup, all of the ama- amazing characterization, and the great visual storytelling to introduce us to these characters falls out the window when it wants to be some generic adventure movie that makes no sense, and the stakes are bullshit. I don't even really care about the two characters at that point because it's so far fr- removed from the very human elements that got me interested in those characters to begin with. I don't know how far removed it is from this old man wanting to go and complete the uh, vacation that he wanted to do with his wife since they first met when they were kids. I don't care about the old man and his half-Asian kid. (laughs) That's just a random Boy Scout who showed up on his doorstep. It's not his biological grandson. (laughs) I know. I really like Up. I think that there's more to be said for it than you guys are giving it credit for. To completely discount the rest of the story besides the uh, living with Ellie scene, I think is to miss the point because the whole point of the movie is for him to gain closure from finally completing the quest that he had wanted to do with his wife for so long, but she's gone now. There are new people in his life that he didn't think that he was going to meet before that ultimately are where he is now. So you're saying because of his wife's passing, he has to receive all emotional pleasures from a Boy Scout? That's problematic, Jory. (laughs) All right, Nate sold me. Uh, Democracy is what prevails. Uh, Raise your hand if you... Say I if you think up belongs at number 10. All right, ready? Three, two, one, I. I. All right, three to five. Up is number 10. <laughs> three out of five. All right, three to two. Up wins. It's number 10. All right, Josh, th- it would be your turn to make a stance. So what do you think should be number nine? Uh, Finding Nemo. Anyone have any disagreements with that? Finding Nemo is in my top three, but honestly... <laughs> God, I can't take. wait to hear what the fuck this was. <laughs> what's wrong with Finding Nemo? Like, legitimately, what's wrong with Finding Nemo? It's not a top three Pixar movies. It's really not. Well, sorry, Nate, but Toy Story isn't a top ten Pixar movie. <laughs> I've learned and adapted that Toy Story is at number 11 on this list of Pixar movies. Speaking of Toy Story, can we slap Toy Story 3 into number whatever we're on? Nine? I would be totally okay with that. Toy Story 3 didn't even make my top 10. Well, guess what? It's not It's not my number nine. Where did you put it? Uh, Toy Story 3 is number six, so it's not that far off. Okay. That's where Nemo is. The average of all of our scores say that it goes a little higher, but... <laughs> Maybe Toy Story 3 is just next. I mean, I find Nemo better than Toy Story 3. I find Toy Story 3 better than Nemo, but not by much. Do the 3, 2, 1, and we'll all say Toy Story and Nemo. Toy Story 3 or Nemo? But there's other movies that could be here. But I feel like we're all in agreement it's one of those two movies. Okay, fine. 3, 2, 1. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. It's split. You're the tiebreaker. Oh, shit. Finding Nemo or Toy Story 3, Jory, it's up to you. Uh, Toy Story 3 is lower on my list. All right. All right. There it is. Toy Story 3 at number nine. All right. Well, now it's my turn to make an opinion because going through the order in which we started this video, number eight, I really don't know how high you guys are trying to put Onward. (laughs) Oh, right. And the fact that it's beat like three movies I like a whole lot more than it already is, is kind of blowing my mind. Onward is such an okay movie. There's nothing about it that's new or pushing new territory for, for Disney Pixar at all. This feels like a generic kind of DreamWorksy movie that has beautiful animation and interesting characters. But at the end of the day, it's nothing that Pixar hasn't done before. It is a really safe movie. And I think we'd be 
really dumb to put it any higher than number eight on a list like this. I'm I'm fine with it being number eight. You're a little Nate, you're a little right about it not being anything that Pixar hasn't done before. But I would argue that it's doing things that Pixar has done before better. I would argue that it's taking the found family dynamic that should have been in Finding Dory and actually making it a good movie. I would argue that it has the adventure down from movies that we've decided uh, haven't done that as good, like Coco and Up. It definitely handles fantasy a lot better than fucking Brave. Well, Coco's actually still up for grabs, so I'd be fine Coco being great too joey we could we could sacrifice coco hold on onward is my number eight so i don't really take that much issue with it i'm just defending it a little here because i think it deserves that spot not just as a default for like getting too high i think coco should be here i don't know if anybody agrees alden your coco is lower on your list so maybe you agree i do agree but i haven't seen onward so i can't agree too much i just i feel like everything that y'all have said about Onward is just better than Coco. I liked Coco so much better than Onward. Like, I just saw Onward the other night and I liked it, but it wasn't, like, one of my favorite movies. I think that the emotional payoff in Coco is handled a lot better than it is in Onward, and Onward it kind of is like, okay, that's the idea, and I like it, and I agree with it, but it could have hit a little harder. I don't really care about the emotional payoff in Coco, because... I don't know. You're being a little nihilistic there, Josh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The main character character in coco doesn't even have any like it's not even that emotional payoff isn't even about him it's about his grandmother right grandma coco the titular character yeah a character we saw for i don't know like five minutes and onward that's generous and onward the emotional payoff was a character we followed throughout the entire film the execution i know that you hate remember me josh because of a performance that you saw at the oscars and i can't agree that that ruins the movie <laughs> To me, an Oscars performance has less than nothing to do with how. But hold on, the fi- a, a two-minute song doesn't like it doesn't redeem an entire mediocre Pixar film for me. Here's a little bit of an anecdote for you that who, you can take however you want. But I cried in Coco, and I did not feel that way in Onward. Everybody cries in a Pixar movie. That's I didn't feel. I just said I didn't cry at Onward. <laughs> I didn't cry at either one of these movies, but I found Onward much more entertaining than Coco. Take that as for what you will. All of your arguments are for me because I know your opinions won't change. I don't I don't really care where these two movies go. We know what my end game is. I think the average out here, Coco is a better movie than Onward. So I think Onward should be number eight. I think we've all agreed that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Alden, it's your take to put something at seven and see how we strongly disagree with it. Coco. Oh interesting oh it's right there yeah i feel like i don't i don't i wouldn't put anything higher so that means the movies that we have left are toy story 2 monsters inc incredibles wally ratatouille finding nemo and coco all right jory you're you're either gonna have coco or finding nemo here i'm sorry pick one (laughs) (laughs) would you like to hear what my lower movie is that we haven't mentioned because i know it's gonna cause a great discussion you're gonna say toy story 2 and i'm just gonna veto it (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute i'm gonna say toy story 2 and nate will change the rules again (laughs) toy story 2 is a great movie i'm not saying it's not it's top 10 pixar yeah it should be at least top five if not top three pixar if you're gonna put toy story 2 at number seven and you're gonna let coco and fucking finding nemo be over toy story 2 that is blasphemy to the name pixar yeah i agree with nate here finding nemo should be at seven i'd put nemo above toy story 2 but i still think coco is below toy story 2 (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys can laugh and say Finding Nemo in a mocking tone all you want, but I really haven't heard a reason why it should be lower. I really like certain elements of Finding Nemo, but through and through, it, it, it just isn't as good of a movie as the other ones on this list at this point. I would say Finding Nemo is a better movie than Coco. I, I love the plot of Finding Nemo and some of the characters, but the fucking co-protagonist of the movie is one of the most obnoxious characters that Disney or Pixar have ever put in a movie. She doesn't have any positive characterization until Finding Dory, and we already agreed that movie's a bra moment. Finding Nemo isn't good. And Toy Story 2 introduced us to, like, Jesse, Bullseye, like, we got great supporting characters in that film, adding it to already a great cast. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. Bullseye is barely a character. I said no horse rights. <laughs> I like Bullseye better than the fucking starfish or whatever who else was in that fucking tank. Hey, be nice to Peachy, okay? Yeah, please be nice to Peach. I like Bullseye more than most of the fish in that dumb fish tank. Has anyone said anything about Coco being better than either Toy Story 2 or Finding Nemo yet? I think Alyssa has. Yeah, I, Coco's my number one, so like, I know it's not gonna get there, but... Oh my god. Coco was good. It's not that good. It's not great. I thought it was great. It's great. Coco's in my top five. I still stand for Coco. So are we gonna put Finding Nemo here? I don't agree with that. I said at the beginning of this list, and I'm getting a little invested here, but like these are these are kids' movies. They're movies that I can I can tell why everybody loves all of these movies, and there's not really an order to these that I'm gonna scoff at. So whatever, Finding Nemo can go here. Wait, that wasn't the original thing. Coco was supposed to go here. I'm okay with Finding Nemo be there being there too. I, I think we've heard a more passionate defense for Coco than we have for Finding Nemo. All right, I have to grab another claw for the top five. We're not even at the top six yet, or even seven. That's fine. It's a preemptive claw. I'll just toss in that I grew up with Finding Nemo being one of my favorite Pixar movies until probably, I don't know, let's say I was nine. I mean, my top three is uh, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., The Incredibles. That's fine. That's a decent top three. I mean, I have Monsters, Inc. and The Incredibles in my top three as well. I also have Monsters, Inc. and Incredibles in my top three. I really liked Finding Nemo when I was a kid but like i don't know if i would watch it again now i would watch finding nemo right now and never watch coco again fuck coco all my homies hate coco <laughs> except one except two so is it between coco and finding nemo uh i believe it is because we also had wally at number 10 at one point which i don't agree with but that's another movie we can put in the discussion here Wally is still up for grabs. I'd put Wally here and feel fine about it. Honestly, yeah, we could put Wally here. I'm willing to sacrifice Wally for finding Nemo. Alden, did you have a case for Wally? Uh, the problem I have with Wally is I love the first act and a little bit into the second, but the moment they go into outer space, the movie kind of shits its pants about as hard as Up does, and I don't really care about those characters that they spend such a long amount of time developing through creative visual storytelling. I think the animation and the visuals are great. And I love Wally and Eve as a character. After they go into space, the movie's just okay at best. So Wally definitely be at number seven. Uh, I just watched it like I think it was a wee two weeks ago. I believe my brother put it on and I just kind of sat and watched it with him. I sort of agree, but I don't think it like the third act is a flop. It's still a pretty good. It's still good. Like I, I like the third act a lot. I do agree. The characters are whatever. Coco is a more consistent movie than Wally. And I also would say that Finding Nemo is a far more consistent movie than both. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I also agree with that. Wally ignoring the uh environmentalism part of it the way they portray us what is it like 300 years 
from now? No, it's like next week. <laughs> it's next week if you guys don't recycle your batteries. I, I've seen the take. I've seen the take a whole lot. I've never seen it the way that they did it. So friendly and casually that we are just going to confine ourselves to chairs, basically, is sort of how it sort of how it feels to me. And I feel like uh, a comparison I have for future humans is idiocracy and that's nowhere close to being the same movie and i feel like the outcome of people in both of those is similar outside of one is all idiots and the other is just people who don't do anything i think that the big downfall of wally's third act because i do agree that i don't think that the whole like fat dudes in chairs is just a huge bra moment and an irredeemable plot point i think that the the bra moment of the end of wally is making the captain and his conflict with the autopilot take center stage rather than Eve and Wally's conflict because it was like that at the very beginning and if it remained that way I think that we could have taken Wally to top three but unfortunately that's not the movie that we got if it was swapped the fact that Wally got absolutely decimated in this act and that took the forefront rather than the whole ship going back to earth it would have been a lot better for the characters it's the whole point for the ship to go back to earth and for humans to go back it was about wally and eve you followed them not the fact that they found a plant so that's wally at like number seven or six right and that's why joker is a really good film I uh, I decided to give Alden the floor, so I just walked out of the room while he was doing his Wally speech. Did anyone? Uh, are we fine with Wally there? Where are we putting Goku? Number seven is Wally, and then uh, now we're in the, we're in the top six. The movies we have left are Toy Story Two, Monsters Inc., Incredibles, Ratatouille, Finding Nemo, and Coco. Yeah, things are getting intense here. It seems like the popular pick between this group is gonna be that Coco and Finding Nemo are next up on the chopping block. Yeah. Okay. So you bring up the chopping block. The movies that have been up discussion so far for being placed lower than this are Finding Nemo, Coco, and Toy Story 2. So I think this discussion is really just down to those. Coco has been brought up the most, Finding Nemo the second amount, and Toy Story 2 is brought up once by Jory. Who's next on the list? And you guys are all going to hate me. My, uh, my, well, it was number nine for me, but it's Ratatouille. <laughs> all right, let's start this right now. Oh, no. Coco should be lower than Ratatouille, however. Alyssa, Alyssa, not to interrupt you, but Josh has something prepared for this, so I think we should let him go first. For one, it's set in the background of Paris, a beautiful city that they were able to recreate in animation. Like, very small parts of it. Wait, was that was that an actual point? <laughs> <laughs> the animation's beautiful as with all these movies the theming is that you can have a passion for anything no matter what i think that's a great thing to say to children great theme but dying hispanic grandmother is way better <laughs> this is my time this is how i win all right you can do anything what's the next point <laughs> i like all the characters i mean i like i like linguini i think he's a fun um what's his first name alfredo god damn it nate <laughs> i knew it i just i love that movie everything with ego at the end where he bites into the food the flashback his monologue at the end i think is one of the one of the most well-written like script monologues pixar has ever done to me this is no doubt a top 10 film to put it at number six like nah well, it's in the top 10. I don't give a shit. It should be top five. This is the top one. <laughs> <laughs> Part where in Ratatouille where he like, uh, they're... Remember in Coco where they just sang the same song over like three acts? And it was a great song and you just heard it during the Oscar. 
fucking hate it. Remember in Remember in Coco where that song was a banger. Remember in Wally where they had to play the same song over and over again and no other song. Wally's dead. Um, for something that you said, Josh, about Ratatouille being one of the most well-written Pixar movies. This might just be me, and it might just be because I haven't seen the movie in such a long time. But I do not remember this monologue that you're talking about for the life of me. The only thing that I remember about that finale is when they make the ratatouille, which looks like delicious pepperoni stacked on top of each other, and then Ego eats it and he gets transported back to his childhood. It's not pepperoni. It's ratatouille. What the fuck? What's ratatouille? Jesus Christ, Jory. No, it's the. It is the dish. It's. That's what you saw is ratatouille. I just said it looks like pepperonis stacked on top of each other. I did think it was pepperoni when I first saw the movie. So he gets served the ratatouille and he gets transported back to when he was a child and it reignites his love for food and all of that is well and good. But I don't remember this monologue. And also I feel like that is unfortunately when I first watched it, it felt to me like it. Jory, you were like five years old. I was five years old when I first watched most of these movies. You were five years old when you watched Coco? Yep. You were five years old when you watched uh, Ratatouille that came out in 2007? Yes, I was five years old. <laughs> Impressive. I was a five-year-old, eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways, I was very young when I saw most of it. It felt to me like that coming back was just something else to have in the movie because to me it felt like the main conflict was Remy trying not to get kicked out of the kitchen and Linguini earning his place in the kitchen because he was Gusto's illegitimate son that nobody knew about. Oh yeah. <laughs> you forgot about that. That's the whole like middle part of the movie. It's a huge chunk. What is the main part of the movie takes a back seat to wrapping up the guy who gave such a bad review that gusto died did he have like a heart attack because he was fat i think so it's framed like he died of sadness like padme but i i don't think you're correct in that what a well-written pixar movie what in kids film they're just gonna flat out say oh yeah the fucker was fat yeah we were just joking about that part <laughs> oh yeah wally well guess what movie came out before wally incredibles it's ratatouille why are we still talking about Wally? Okay, okay, so I, I've heard the, the case for Ratatouille at this point. I don't think it deserves to be a lot higher, but I don't think this is the time to put Ratatouille at number six. I think the movies we need to bring up again are Finding Nemo and Coco, because it sounds like the unanimous thing was those were going to be number seven, and then I resurrected Wally from the, the discussion earlier, and then we were like, all right, Wally's going there. Finding Nemo have already been made, and it seems very clear that I'm the only one that wants it to go as high as it's going on this list besides alden i don't think it should be next i think coco should definitely and i don't think ratatouille should be next i think coco should definitely be here instead of finding nemo or ratatouille i don't agree with josh's ratatouille agenda <laughs> you had cars three in the top five <laughs> yes i did and i still stand by that i still stand by what i said i think out of all of these movies if i'm looking at all of them objectively i would probably put finding nemo here finding nemo number six i'm impartial to finding nemo or coco i'm saying coco coco finding nemo should be here because it was lower on my list than coco so finding nemo okay all right number five i'm content with coco being in the top five we got it this far and i think it's the best of the modern era but i agree Coco's number five. Coco's number five. What else is up real quick? Uh... Ratatouille, Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., and Toy Story 2, and Coco. 
I'm not even going to try to argue, but you guys know my feelings. I was about to say, just don't. (laughs) (laughs) There's three things you don't bring up. Religion, politics, and your top five favorite Pixar movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. So should I talk about it? Because it's not in my top five. (laughs) Should I say it? No. So we're in the top four now. Coco is number five. We've got... Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, and Ratatouille. Josh, while you were grabbing another cold one, I think everyone said their top three, like, real, like, low-key. And Monsters, Inc. and Incredibles were the two consistent ones. So my number four? I I guess. Like, we didn't, we kind of stopped doing that, but you... Well, I mean, uh, The Incredibles is my number four. Huh. Yeah, we all disagree. Incredibles number four on two lists in a row? I don't know about that. The Incredibles, I mean, it could, I mean, it could switch. I mean, I like all four of these movies. I'm not really going to argue if somebody wants to switch it. Josh is at like the me at the entering the top 10 stage. All right, cool. So Josh isn't going to argue if we put Ratatouille at number four. Who disagrees? I disagree. I would put Toy Story 2. I would also put Toy Story 2 at number four. Toy Story 2 is my number three, and I'm willing to switch it. No, 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 no. Toy Story 2 is my number one. Nate, you can't argue with democracy. <laughs> I am going to argue with democracy because everyone else has done it up until this point. They've at least made a case. Okay. Okay, make a case. Yes, I'm going to. Thank you, Jory. You're welcome. I had a spin on the last one. Let Nate talk. I think Toy Story 2 is a movie that we are all very heavily underappreciating. I mean, we've already underrated all of the Toy Story movies up until this point, in my opinion. Even Toy Story 4 shouldn't have been 20. It should have been more like 18. Uh, We put Toy Story at 11, and we put Toy Story 3 at 9. I don't even like Toy Story 3 that much, and I think that one deserved to be like a top five contender i think toy story should have been in the top 10 and i don't want to be the guy that puts toy story 2 at number four because this is the biggest thing that pixar has contributed period is toy story now it might not be their best movie but we're talking about four movies out of like 20 so one fifth out of everything they've made has been toy story and that's because the amazing cast and the amazing characters have really kept people invested for generations. I mean, there's no movie I could say I grew up with more than the first two Toy Story movies because I'd always watch them back to back. Toy Story 2 does everything well that Toy Story 1 does, but just the animation's a little bit more smooth, a little bit more polished. The characters are more refined and you also get to meet more characters that are iconic. You have uh, you have Jesse for crying out loud, whose introduction is like incredibly heartbreaking. And one of the consistent things throughout all of Pixar's movies is a third act revealed villain. And that, without a doubt, the best version of that is Kelsey, uh, Kelsey Grammer playing Prospector Pete, which everyone wants to sleep on, is a great revealed villain. And it was the first time they did it, and every movie since has copied off of it. I really think we would be wrong to put Toy Story 2 this low. Absolutely. I think it deserves to be top three at the very least. I'd be fine with it being number three but it blows my mind that we don't have a Pixar movie higher or a Toy Story movie higher in this Pixar list. I know I know that not everybody here is going to agree with me, but I do think Ernesto de la Cruz is a better execution of the third act villain than Kelsey Grammer. You are so fucking wrong. Yeah, I, I completely disagree. I can't agree with that at all. Three out of the four, me, Nate, and Alden disagree with that. Coco's going here. There's five of us. I disagree. I still think Toy Story 2 belongs here. I don't, in no, in no world, Coco should go over Toy Story 2. Coco's at five. We're fine. Oh, why are we talking about Coco? Because Jory brought it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jory. 
Stop talking about Coco. Sorry, I like it. Josh, drink some water. I appreciate your argument, Nate, but I don't think Toy Story 2 is going to have any trouble finding appreciation. It's in most people's top three. It's most people's top Toy Story movie. No, it's not. Most people's top Toy Story movie is either three or one. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure when me and Josh ranked all of the Toy Story movies, we both put Toy Story 2 on top. I hear a lot of Toy Story 2 love, Nate. I don't know who you're talking to. The, the only movie I'm comfortable switching Toy Story 2 out with is Monsters, Inc. Well, if you're putting Toy Story 2 first, then wouldn't Monsters, Inc. already be below it? If Nate said he's not comfortable switching Toy Story 2 with like Monsters, Inc., putting Monsters, Inc. in fourth. Yeah, for the fourth spot. Monsters, Inc. is not in discussion here. We're talking about Toy Story 2 and Ratatouille. Are we? Yes. I, I like Ra Toy Story 2 more than Ratatouille, to be honest. I watched that. I loved Toy Story 2 when I was a kid. Like, it was my favorite Pixar movie, to be honest, when I was younger. But, like, uh, Ratatouille never really did it for me. I know it's like a great movie. It's in my top 10. It's just not in my top five. I think that's something that's really important. Are you going to say it? So my list had Toy Story 2 below everything that's here, but I don't think it should be for it. It should be Ratatouille. I'm not sure it should be Ratatouille, and I really don't want Ratatouille to be in the top four. But now that we're here, I... All right, well, Josh started this discussion for number four with Incredibles. Are we all fine with Incredibles being number four? No. no. So it sounds like it's going to be either Ratatouille or Toy Story 2. To be fair, I went at least five years without watching any Toy Story movie until Toy Story 3 came out. I didn't grow up with Toy Story like you guys did. Hey, all right, all right, all right, all right, hold on. All right, future Nate, when you're editing this, find the video of the guy from Tiger King saying, I don't fucking care, and then put Ratatouille at number four. For God's sake, move on. No, can we please just say what we think should be in this spot one by one? All right. I feel like that's the easiest way to do it. I, I pick Ratatouille for them. I pick Toy Story 2. Um, I pick... Oh, fuck, this is tough. Do we want to skip Josh for now? Skip me for now. No. Ah. No. Come on, you have to make a choice. Toy Story 2 or Ratatouille? He'll be the tiebreaker if there's a tie. Oh, I'm only picking between those two? Uh, Toy, Story, Toy Story 2, I gotta go all in. <laughs> well, Alden, what do you say? Between the two? Yeah, Ratatouille or Toy Story 2. I'm going to stick with Toy Story 2. All right, Toy Story 2 it is, number four. Thank you, guys. Jesus Christ. The, the favorite thing that I have from Toy Story 2 is the animation when he's fixing up Woody. And I just think the food animation in Ratatouille, I like better. Oh. Five. My top four movies are pretty much really close together in terms of like what I like. Toy Story 2 isn't even in my top five. <laughs> Toy Story 2 is not in my top five either. Oof. Toy Story 2 is at number four. The top three Pixar movies are Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, and Ratatouille. In which order are we putting these, boys? Ratatouille's been on the chopping block for quite a while. Just putting that out there. <laughs> it's no, no pun intended. I'm putting Ratatouille down. I also have to say Ratatouille. Unless Josh comes out with like a transcendent argument for Ratatouille all of a sudden. I offered Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I'm sorry, Alden, but I can't agree. I think out of all the three of these movies, if Ratatouille can't win, I think Monsters, Inc. really should. So if we all agree that Monsters, Inc. wins this, I'm not even going to put up a fight. We're not making deals here, Josh. I'm not doing that. Yeah, if we're making deals, I would have had Toy Story um, 10. Well, Ratatouille, Monsters, Inc., The Incredibles were all in my top four. I mean, I love all these movies. It's hard to argue any of these. These are top tier to me. So if Ratat Ratatouille made the top three, that was my goal before this video. 
I'll take the L. It's fine. All right, Ratatouille is number three. Number two, I think should be Incredibles. Does anyone disagree? I think Monsters, Inc. I have Monsters, Inc. as my number two. I think Monsters, Inc. I have Monsters, Inc. as my number two on the list, so it's my number one for, for this video. So, yeah. All right, four of us four of us just said that Monsters, Inc. should be number two. My apologies. I'm No, I'm in agreement with you, Nate, that Incredibles should be number two. Well, it sounds like we can't argue with democracy unless you want an argument with democracy. So, do you want to argue? Because I think Monsters, Inc is a way better movie than Incredibles. Yeah. I think Incredibles has been extremely overrated over the past five years, and it's the reason it finally got a sequel this decade was because of how much people have praised Incredibles. Monsters Inc. got a sequel first. And there was no need for it. And there was also no need for an Incredibles 2, but people wanted it, so it happened. Incredibles 2 was the Pixar movie that was most, like, applicable for a sequel since the ending of the first one. Also, the Incredibles just winning this list is just so lame. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I can't agree. Josh, just, you're just saying that because Ratatouille couldn't get number one. Monsters Inc.'s my number two. I fucking love Monsters Monsters, Inc. Where did you put Incredibles on your list? Number four. Uh, the world of Monsters, Inc. I think is really cool. I mean, Incredibles, the Incredibles world is interesting, but like you get to that part where superheroes are banned. So it's like, oh, it's just it's just our world then. But Monsters, Inc., like you have all these really creative monsters and the idea that the city powers on the electricity, powers their electricity on scares, the power of the city. It's just so creative and detailed like i just i love that world where a fucking probably that disney plus show is going to be really shitty but i'm interested because that first movie there's going to be a disney plus series that's in the monsters inc world yeah it's a sequel to monsters inc i'm kind of interested yeah see what i mean i will definitely give it to you that the worlds between the worlds of both of them i would definitely say that monsters inc boasts the more creative world like here's the thing about both of these movies these are both titans as far as pixar goes at least for me they're my number one and number two if i'm gonna talk about them blow for blow i can't really say that it's a clear-cut winner but for me personally from the art direction to the characters to the music incredibles takes it for me i think i would say that incredibles is perhaps the most unique pixar movie at least for the time it came out it didn't feel necessarily like everything else Pixar had done. It had primarily human characters. It wasn't trying to humanize inanimate objects. And it also kind of had a lot of stylistic choices that are very different. Primarily the jazz music and the 60s kind of inspired score. But the only other Pixar movie up until that point that featured a jazz score was Monsters, Inc. And I think the score of Monsters, Inc. is so iconic and incredible. People associate it beyond the movie itself. Whereas the score of Incredibles isn't necessarily definitively better to me. I think it, I think they're on the same page. I don't think that either are definitively better, to be honest. The opening, I mean, the opening credits of Monsters, Inc. is just so fucking cool. The, the way that score works with the opening credits, that alone, like, is just like... And, like, The Incredibles has that. I mean, I love The Incredibles score. I don't know. I just, I think Monsters, Inc. just overall also has just fucking... If you're not, like a little bit emotional at the end when Sully says goodbye to Boo, you have a fucking black heart. I think everyone agrees that that ending is extremely emotional and perhaps as the uh, Pixar successfully tugged at heartstrings of the audience. I don't think there's anything that emotional in Incredibles, but that might be for the better because it sounds like everything after Monsters, Inc. tried to do that. Yeah, that's true. Ah, I mean, Toy Story 2 tried to tug on your heartstrings too. Well, it definitely did and succeeded. Toy Story 2 does it in the scene where we see Jesse's backstory. However, if I 
I can't really point to it doing it anywhere else in the movie. If anything, pre-Monsters, Inc. did that. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I guess Monsters, Inc. was... As far as the list goes at this point, between these two movies, it really is a question of personal taste. I really could not fault anybody for putting Monsters, Inc. over The Incredibles, or vice versa. It's just the way that I lean, personally, for my tastes, I have to say The Incredibles. I love, love, love both of these movies. But The Incredibles just ekes it a little bit further. I guess we just got to come down to a vote. All right. Well, what movie do we think should win? We'll just do it that way. Uh, what movie do you think should be number on the top 22 Pixar movie list? Three, two, one. Monsters, Monsters Inc. Incredibles. Incredibles. So that's... There it is. This means nothing to the argument, but I think I like Incredibles 2 more than I like Monsters University. Yeah, that does mean nothing to the argument. <laughs> Incredibles, number one, just like every other pixar list because it's a great movie i don't think i've seen any other pixar list with incredible on i don't think i've seen another pixar list yeah <laughs> i was about to say that i feel like when you ask though everybody's favorite pixar movie it is like usually incredibles is like i feel like a toy story movie gets thrown up there pretty frequently you're really overhyping toy story Nate. <laughs> i don't think he is toy story really is their most popular franchise it is but like when you talk to like people who have seen all the movies i mean look at i mean three out of the four us just voted Incredibles. There's five of us. Or five of us. <laughs> but I mean, that's because Toy Story wasn't an option for us. I know Nate would have said Toy Story if he could. Well, no, because both Jory and Alyssa would not have said Toy Story. They would have said Coco and whatever Jory had as number one. Incredibles. Alden would have said like a car sequel, so. No, Incredibles and Monster Inc. are my, that's how it goes. Incredibles first, Monsters Inc. second. And I stand by that. That's what my list is, too. Speaking of that, do we want to talk about each of our full unadulterated lists? Yeah, so before I do the full list uh, that we just determined, how about we have everyone share their Pixar list? So that we can laugh at each other. Yeah, let's have uh, Alyssa go first. All right, so uh, my number one was Coco, then The Incredibles, Wally, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Up. Toy Story 3, Ratatouille, Onward, Toy Story, Incredibles 2, Inside Out, Cars, Brave, Monsters University, Finding Dory, Toy Story 4, Bugs Life, Cars 3, The Good Dinosaur, and Cars 2. Jory, do we want to hear yours? Sure. I'm going to do mine from the bottom up because I just think that will be a little easier to follow because <laughs> I'm dumb and couldn't follow that. 22 for me is The Good Dinosaur followed by Cars 2. Toy Story 4, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Bugs Life, Brave, Cars, Incredibles 2, Monsters University, Inside Out, Toy Story, Wally, -E, Toy Story 2, Onward, Toy Story 3, Ratatouille, Up, Coco, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., The Incredibles. Cars 2, Finding Dory, Brave, Cars 3, A Bugs Life, Coco, Toy Story 4, Monsters University, Inside Out, Cars, Good Dinosaur, Incredibles 2, Finding Nemo, Up, Wally, -E, Onward, Toy Story 3, Toy Story, The Incredibles, Toy Story 2, Monsters Inc., Ratatouille. All right. Well, you know, 22 is Bugs Life. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like plenty of people had it low, but, uh, and then 21 is Toy Story 4, then Monsters University, Inside Out. Good Dinosaur, Brave, Finding Dory, Coco, Cars, Toy Story, Onward. Granted, I haven't seen Onward, so just grain of salt. Incredibles 2, 
Up, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2, Cars, Nemo, Cars 3, or no, sorry, Cars 2, Nemo, Cars 3, Ratatouille, Wally, Monsters, Inc., and Incredibles. Both of the Cars sequels are in your top 10. Why do you like Cars 2? I just, I'm just wondering. Wait, Cars 2 is in the top 10? It's number 7. Holy shit. I need an explanation. So... My list is kind of thrown together fast with very little proofreading. That's my only argument. So wait, so your only argument is that you kind of just this together without thinking about it? No, I thought about it and I stand by the majority of this list. If I redid it right now, there would be some movement, but not very much. I definitely like both car sequels better than the original. I don't know if I played out the original too much when I was younger, but I just, I don't, I don't like it as much now. Do you think that both car sequels are top tens? It definitely goes 2-3. I'm not changing that. I would put it a few places lower, but it might end up top 10 still. Why did you like Cars 2? I'm just wondering. The absurdity. I loved it. It was so dumb. Like, I like the characters from Cars. Like, that that stuck. And the fact that they were in completely different situations just felt fun for me. All right. So um, my list was Cars 2, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Monsters University, Finding Dory, Toy Story 4, Cars 3, Cars, Incredibles 2, Coco, Up, Onward, A Bug's Life, Inside Out, Finding Nemo, Toy Story 3, Ratatouille, Wally, Toy Story, Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story 2. I think besides Alden, I got cucked the hardest. Yeah. Yeah, but mine matters less, to be fair. Guys, that Alyssa and I managed to get Coco as high as we I'm mad about that. It was 15 on my list. You were the one that was defending it with us. No, I was. I was not really defending except I think once, and that's just because I had something lower that managed to get higher. So the list that we all determined is number 22, Cars 2. Number 21, Good Dinosaur. Number 20, Toy Story 4, number 19, Cars 3, number 18, Brave, number 17, Monsters University, number 16, A Bug's Life, number 15, Finding Dory, number 14, Inside Out, number 13, Incredibles 2, 12, Cars, 11, Toy Story, 10, Up, 9, Toy Story 3, 8, Onward, 7, Wally, 6, Finding Nemo, five, Coco, four, Toy Story 2, three, Ratatouille, two, Monsters, Inc., and number one, the best Pixar movie, Incredibles. Yay. So thank you, everyone, for uh, participating in this. Shout out Alyssa, George, Josh, Alden. Without you guys, this would just be my terrible opinions. So thank you for being a part of it and helping make sense of such an irrational list. As Also, I'd like to suggest if we decided to release this full recording as a podcast, who would listen? Let me know in the comments below. I'd be, I've been thinking about it now for three episodes, and I think it might be fun. I uh, have to clean some things up, of course, but I think that's a possibility. Um, thank you, everyone, for watching, and be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. If you haven't already, check out the Duel of the Takes YouTube channel, where we have highlights of every episode, bonus lists, and hot takes, as well as comedy sketches and more. Also, give us a follow on Instagram. We do interactive stories, daily movie and pop culture memes, and more. Also, if you want to be a part of the discussion, check out our Discord channel for movie debates, hot takes, gaming moments, etc. Next week, we are starting our Halloween month of horror movies. 
and the other co-hosts will be guessing my top 10 horror movies of all time. And as always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.